Live from New York, it's Saturday night. I mean, Spider History with JR. This is episode 645 for October 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening bit is from the 70s era SNL, Saturday Night Live, which is what we're going to talk about with this Spider History. JR goes back to 1978. Before we do that, I want to thank people that made episodes like this possible. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they said, you know what? We like what you do. We want to help support more episodes coming in the future and help you pay the bills. So the people that did that include the following. Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy, Joshua, Kelly, Laura, Michael2099, Mohammed, Noah, Patrick, Sarah, Vinkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Eric, Avenji, Gru Comics, Halfskimo, Ira, JB, Jay, Jared, John J, John P, Curtis, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Sam, Sammers, Scott, Steven, Stewart, Symbio Bro, Thomas, and Nick. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they signed up. They also get every month an exclusive podcast and a video of us reviewing Spider Satellites. And this past uh, month, where we reviewed the J.J. Abrams Spider-Man book, yeah, you'll want to watch that one. That one was absolutely hilarious. I don't know if you've been reading that book, but man, it's bad. Whew. Anyway, something that's good is this episode with J.R., Going back in time to the 70s. Let's take a listen. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our October Spider History with JR, and we have JR on the line. What's going on, JR? Well, it's October, so that means it's Happy Halloween. So I have my pumpkins ready to go. Oh, you know, more than of course. Oh, for those of you who were fortunate enough to uh, yeah. watch the uh, eight hundred Amazing Spider-Man eight hundred fifty review, yeah. you uh, got to, to see me joyously play with my pumpkins in more ways than one. So. I, I love that you put them on next to your ears, and you were Princess Leia. <laughs> yes, there you yes. go. Yeah. Help. Help, Help me, me. Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. So. <laughs> That's funny. So, anyway, so, we so are pumpkin going bombs. Pumpkin bombs. If if the YouTubers and Facebookers and Twitter and Twitch people get out of hand, Jr. literally will throw a pumpkin bomb your way. So Ryan says pumpkin bombing right now. Um, all right. So we always like to pick the cover date of the month we're in. So we're looking at October. And I gave JR some choices and he said, let's go back to 1978. So that would include Amazing Spider-Man number 185 is the first issue we're going to talk about. A pretty monumental issue in Amazing Spider-Man. Talk about mm-hmm. this one a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, there are actually two two stories to this in, in this mm-hmm. issue. Uh, actually, uh, for those of you who are faithful listeners, uh, actually did part one of this story in episode number five hundred and seventy three because this 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 uh, this this story concludes the uh, the White Tiger story mm. the white tiger white dragon story uh oh. white dragon of course being a d-list villain uh yeah. who was terrorizing chinatown 
Uh, and in that story, we were introduced to uh, I, I, supporting character Philip Chang, who has periodically showed up over the last uh, 40 or so years. Uh, recently, he was mm-hmm. working for Parker Industries. Um, oh, uh, but, yeah. we only, but we got through part one of the tale. And, you know, and if you watch episode number 573, as Brad and I go through it, uh, Brad will say, hey, why don't we do next month? Because we're talking about Marvel Team Up 73. Why don't we do uh, the, the next month? Because that's the uh, Spidey teaming up with the not ready for primetime players. And back then yeah. I said, oh, Brad, I don't want to do that because, it's, <laughs> you know, because it's the second part of two stories that we've already discussed. It'll be redundant. Uh, but then, you know, uh, but then Brad's wisdom finally got to me you know and uh i with saturday night live uh, uh recently uh, coming back on the air uh i yeah. thought you know what it might be a pretty good uh, uh topical uh yeah. month or whatever but well, but yeah. anyway actually the, the the first part of this story like i said the first story in this issue is yeah. the second part of an otherwise unspectacular uh, story yeah. with the D-list villain. Uh, ba- our the previous end the, the previous issue ended with uh, Spidey chained up, uh, a la the Batman TV show style, yeah. uh, and the White Dragon plunged him into a uh, vat of of bo- uh, burning oil or bur- burning. Yes, it's oil. Okay, because I said Vinkman was correcting me about something yesterday, uh, uh, last year, and I've never forgiven him for that. Yes, (laughs) uh, I think we were uh, talking about the Batman episode, and and uh, he said no, they were dangling above hot wax, not oil, or something Uh, like that. But you know, I remember Vinkman. uh, You're not like you're not like Tyson, who's on my list. But uh, you know, you're getting a couple things. I have I have a couple things I'm noticing on this cover. Marvel's TV sensation. That's advertising the Nicholas Hammond CBS show, who we just mm-hmm. I just talked to. Uh, I also ha- do you have a, a memory of picking this off the spin rack? I have a vivid memory Absolutely. when I got this comic. This okay. one was in my grandpa's barber shop, and so when my grandpa went and got a character cut like once a month, this one was in the the barber shop on the stack of magazines, and in the eighties. And I didn't have this one, and I asked the barber, "Could I have it?" And he gave it to me. It was beat up, but I still got it. So I thought that was, mm-hmm. that's my fond memory of this one. What's your mm-hmm. fond memory? Of, you get this one spinner rack, you said? Yeah, yeah, but I have, no, I have no fond memories about getting this particular one. But uh, yeah. your your, mem- uh, your memory reminds me of how I got uh, King Size Spider-Man or Spider-Man Annual Number 9. Ooh. We talked about that ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Traded a couple of Batmans for uh, for that issue, and that was my introduction to the Green Goblin. So. Nice. Well, take me through Barbershop. this one, JR. Miss the barbershops, I tell you. Now they're all hairstylists and they just have magazines full of uh, yuppies and puppies or whatever with hair. And it's like, <laughs> there's just, uh, you know, you know, and the thing is, unfortunately, you know, guys like, of course, I still have some of mine, but uh, I know that yeah. uh, Brad doesn't go to the barbershop anymore. He always, he I has don't. No I, I spend money on razors now. <laughs> so. Every morning. Yep. Except I uh, today. I have, I have, I've got beard growth today. I haven't shaved. You know, one of these days I'm going to have to like shave my head or whatever. You should. And, then, and then like, uh, and then like, you know, Peter and George and yourself or whatever, we can all kind of just, we can all just kind of ha- get together and have a Chrome dome convention. There you uh, go. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so Spider-Man uh, of course was, was facing death uh, and yeah, the, the, right the white dragon dropped him into the, the oil and set it on fire. But of course our hero being the scientific uh, genius that he is realized that uh, he wasn't, he, his goose was, 
wasn't cooked yet, literally or metaphorically, uh, because oil burns from the top down. And so it enabled him. He was able to bust out of his chains, web himself up, jump out of the burning oil, uh, run out of the building and down to the dock and throw himself into the water uh, and put put himself out. So, you know, reminds me of deep frying a turkey. (laughs) That's how white tiger tried to take him out. So Spider-Man goes and, you know, back to the warehouse and saves Philip Chang and Philip tells him his sorry story about, you know, I was a gang member, uh, back in the homeland and, uh, the, uh, you know, they, I was told that I had to, uh, Oh, what was it here? Let's see here. Oh yeah. My foes wanted me dead. Yeah. So anyway, so, but, uh, he, uh, oh, he was lived in Hong Kong. Okay. He was, there a, you he go. lived in Hong Kong and, uh, was part of a gang and, uh, was, uh, uh, you know, uh, targeted for assassination. Uh, but he escaped, but his parents didn't. So he had to, so he, you know, as a result, he renounced his ways and came to America. And, uh, of course his pat troubled past followed him there. And the white dragon was uh, blackmailing him to uh, join one of the gangs in Chinatown. So anyway, so the white dragon's got this, he's going to unite all the gangs in Chinatown. Um, and, uh, the, uh, so, you know, he's making a big pronouncement. Uh, Spider-Man eventually tracks him down, uh, uh, blocks him off from all of the gangs. You know, Spider-Man uh, webs, the, you know, they've, they've all gathered and Spider-Man webs like the alleys and, and traps them all. And so it's just him and the white tiger fighting. He there kicks a white, white tiger. I keep calling this guy the white tiger. I, and, uh, I know. What is his name? The red tiger? What is, what is he no, called? No, he's the white dragon. He's the white, white dragon. dragon. Okay. White, white tiger is a totally different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, we, White Tiger we, was Hector oh, Allen. Cool. Look at all those webs around the alleys. That's kind of neat. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so so then basically, you know, he kicks the uh he kicks the uh, White Dragon's butt and uh, that's the end of that story. Have but, we uh, have we seen the White Dragon since? I haven't. I, I mean, <laughs> he, he doesn't write. He doesn't call. I mean, I don't see him anymore. So I mean, uh, he does have a pretty good fight with this guy. I mean, I mean, well, Ryan Reed, Ryan yeah. Reed says that uh, White Dragon mean? was later inverted by Mr. Negative and then killed by Slot. Oh, so Slot took him out. Slot personally took him out. He took him out wow. with his, with his uh, computer. Mm. So I remember a toy uh, with the White Dragon in it, and I'm trying to figure out. So you you were done reviewing this one, you? You you just that story, through. yeah. That's okay, hold on. Let me let me see if I can find the video of the White Dragon Spider Man toy. I'm going to Google this yeah. for for the questions about why he's still in his costume. Uh, yes, he did web himself up while he was in in the oil. I don't quite know exactly how he did it, uh, but then when he when he what when he popped it? out or whatever, he got he got to the. Uh, he got to the water in time, but his uh, his costume was singed and burnt in spots. And uh, but that's that's how he survived. If I can find it, it it's like it was like a car Spider Man toy. Uh, that's not the web shooter. Ooh, did you have that? No, I didn't have that. <laughs> I didn't have that either. It's like a a Spider Man toy car, maybe. No. So, uh, viewers, if you're watching, I swear there is an ad. It's like, it's like a race car deal. 
Um, if you are watching Brad to the, yes, Brad to the Googles. Uh, and it was white tiger. They totally advertised him. Um, ah, if I could find it. The hood is who killed him. Ryan Reed says not. Oh, the hood. So, so slot killing him was a metaphoric reference. Slot is the writer, uh, killed him, but the hood actually killed him. Yep. Got it. Oh, Oh, no, that's Viewmaster. Oh, is this it? Here. Oh, yeah. those are dreadful. <laughs> wow, what passed for toy? I mean, it's 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 pathetic. Right? It's in a, the it's, world? It's pathetic how children our age were abused by such <laughs> low-quality crap. Ah. <sighs> I swear it was. Although I didn't have that color form set. I, it's right over my shoulder. I just bought it off eBay. Mm. Um, all right. I don't want to kill too much of our time, JR, but I am going to look for it. And I swear it mentions this villain. Because when I saw it, I'm like, that's so, so random. Uh, you just called White Dragon the White Turkey. Go back and check it out. <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but I, I trust I did. Uh, Ryan says the hood killed him. God, that 70s web sure looks so washed out in 70s. Uh, 70s, man. No doubt. Okay, so the next one. Oh, we're going to do the other story of this issue, right? Yes, absolutely. That's the main Sorry. reason to buy this. Oh, the main reason. Okay. So. Yeah, do you think that uh, the Spider-Man fans all over America were buying, you know, we're spending 20, only 35 cents, still only 35 cents, you know, yeah. I mean, do you think that they were, you know, spending their hard-earned nickels and dimes before the price went up, you know, to get uh, the second half of the White Dragon story? <laughs> no, 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 they were getting... Uh, they were getting this for the main event, which was the graduation of Peter Parker from college. Exactly. And, 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 and I remember, cause I had started reading for good, you know, um, yeah. around the issues one third was, well, it was actually one thirty four, And, you know, of course the, the letters page <laughs> was about the only communication you had with mm -hmm. other Spider-Man fans. That was the only, I mean, you had, there were no fan magazines or at least no nationally published fan magazines. Right. Uh, so, you know, unless you were personally corresponding, I mean, the, 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 the fan pages were there, or the, the, the mail pages were, uh, I mean, they were a big part of, to me, they were a big it? part of the comic book themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, because, uh, you know, people would point one, it was, it was educational almost because if you hadn't been reading Spider-Man for, you know, a long time, like me, when I was just starting out, people would constantly reference like, you know, the issue, the Jackal appeared or the issue, the green yeah. goblin and Gwen died and, and things like that. So you can get an idea of what had been going on up to this point. Um, and one, and, and Marvel asked the spider editors asked, well, do you think we should graduate that we, sh that Peter Parker should be graduated uh, mm -hmm. from college? Uh, and, uh, the overwhelming, from what I recall, the overwhelming, uh, sentiment was that eventually that he should grad that he should be graduated uh, because uh, I, I, a lot of people truly believe that Peter should continue to grow and age. Yes. Um, it was, uh, I mean, it's, you know, obviously, you know, uh, 
that's probably not how Joe Casada felt, you know. No, I no, mean, they want and, they want to keep him uh, as yeah. Charlie Brown as much as yeah, they can. Yeah. yeah, which you know, which I think is is funny because you know Charlie Brown isn't a kid. Charlie Brown is a neurotic adult in an eight year old kid's body. <laughs> I mean, that's it. They're all. I mean, that's why that's why Penance is so you know because they're all neurotic adults and they're just in the bodies of little kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that was a lot of people. Uh, you know, believe you know from what I could tell, most people believe that Peter Parker should have eventually uh, uh uh leave college and yeah. marv wolfman uh who started his run in issue 182 uh like i said the, the marv wolfman run has always been one of my favorites because uh it, it seemed like something important was always happening yeah. uh like i said in 182 he asked mary jane to marry him you know 183 she turned him down flat yeah. uh and uh, 180, you know, 185, he uh, he uh, uh, left college, uh, and um, then uh, you know later in 194, the black cat was introduced. And then the uh, burg burglar in 200, the burglar came back in 200 yeah. with with an appearance that had been teased for some time. You're, you're uh, mentioning a lot of different varying Peter Parker events. I was just thinking to the current run of Amazing Spider-Man. When was the last time we saw Peter out of costume? He's been fighting the Sin Eater for at least the last five issues, I think I don't remember seeing much with boomerang in the apartment. I don't see him in college uh, with Dr. Connors. I don't see him interacting with Mary Jane and we just spent $10. I don't think Peter took his mask off in that one. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he didn't. You so, know, which it's, it's a shame because between him, there should have been a face to face with just him and Norman, yes. you know, cause Norman had his mask off a lot of the times mm -hmm. or whatever. So there should have been just uh, because to me, that's the, that's the, 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 the that's the uh, animosity, not, I mean, Green Goblin it, and Spider-Man, but Peter Parker and Norman Osborn. Refresh me also when Norman relearned he was Peter Parker recently. Okay. Uh, cause that had been something that I've been complaining about for years, which, uh, Jared, you're always complaining about things. You've always been complaining <laughs> for years. So what distinguishes this from anything else? I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to think of how George would respond, you know, uh, <laughs> since George is, is here with us only in spirit, at least for this portion yeah. of the, uh, for the show. Uh, of course, yeah. as you know, as a result of the mind wipe, everybody forgot. Uh, and then people like slot and Bendis said, well, screw that. I'm going to revive my old subplots for people like the fantastic four or the new Avengers, yeah. new who Spider-Man. That's right, Adam. Uh, he, he got Gog as a pet. That was the last time we saw him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. that's, yeah. And yep, there uh, you go. So Norman finally found out in issue, just before issue number 800, uh, mm. because he had kidnapped uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. And uh, yeah, exactly why. But, uh, so he kidnapped Jonah and, uh, yeah. uh Jonah was, uh, you know, Jonah was mouthing off water basically because by this time Jonah had, Peter had told Jonah that he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and so Jonah was saying, well, you know, Norman, you know, you've, you've never been able to beat Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a hero, uh, because Jonah had obviously had an epiphany about Peter after a while, uh, or Spider-Man. And, uh, you know, you, so you throw his girl off a bridge and he still came back and he kicked your butt, you yeah. know, and then Norman's thinking through his girl off a bridge, <gasps> you know, and of course, and then exactly. Norman's like, hey, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, you, you know, which of course, you know, which you were funny. happy to get that back. Oh my Lord was happy yeah. thrilled to death to get that back. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so, you know, there had been a, 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 a you know, sentiment 
right. for Peter to keep progressing. Uh, and Marv Wolfman's plan actually was, okay, he's going to get him to grad school and then he's going to leave him there. He's going to forget all about him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's going to forget all about, because Marv Wolfman believed he should stay young. Uh, Wolfman, so, you know, starting this issue in 1978, he's going mm -hmm. to grad school after this. So uh, since, yeah. since 1978 to 2020, he's not moved. Well, he's still he's, in grad, he's, isn't he? Well, no, well, yes and no. I mean, uh, he stopped um, several times. Yeah, he stopped several times. Uh, Roger Stern uh, had him withdraw from grad school, school, yeah. and uh, then he went back uh, after the Clone Saga. Yeah. Um, and that's when both he and Mary Jane were going to grad school and Mary Jane was studying, uh, uh, criminal psychology, I believe, or something like that. Yeah. That was like which, late nineties. If I remember, which I, I thought had a heck of a lot of potential. No, I thought that I was, was thrown a out. <laughs> great idea. And then all of that stuff got completely as you know, we'll find mm -hmm. out next month uh, yeah. when we talk about the final chapter. Um, so anyway, but what that was, I Wolfman's plan was get him out of college. Then he would go to grad school and then he would stay 25 forever. So, okay. Yeah. But anyway, so, so here we are, here we are. The story is starting and Aunt May is in the hospital because Again. as you know, uh, in issue okay. number uh, 176, Aunt May had another one of her heart attacks because this is not too far. This is not too uh, long after the, uh, the green goblin, the five part Bart Hamilton, green goblin story. Uh, and at the end, you know, um, Amy had a heart attack at the beginning of that story because she was hitting a cop with a placard because she was doing, you know, protest, you know, old people rights, you know? Uh, yeah. so, um, you know, they were campaigning for, you know, unlimited Geritol and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, she had issues off and on or whatever. And so she's still in the hospital. So since she can't attend the graduation herself, you know, Robbie has hooked up a closed circuit, uh, 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 a broad a TV and, and, you know, hooked into the broadcast so that, that she can watch it. So, huh. so anyway, so, you know, Peter is, uh, you know, just getting ready for, for, for his, his graduation, talking about how uncle Ben would be proud. And then he runs into Harry and flash and, you know, Harry or, you know, the, neither one of them are graduating because, you know, flash was in the, in the army and, uh, Harry was, you know, doing some LSD and, uh, had to take them. <laughs> well, that's how he went. You know, yeah, Harry, Harry was doing everybody. Harry was doing LSD, you know, uh, yeah. That was uh, that was one of the things that drove Norman finally off the deep end there in issue 121. So yeah. obviously they didn't uh, they they weren't able to grow even though they started college at the same time as Peter they weren't graduating and obviously of course Mary Jane's not there uh, you know uh, did they break uh, up why is she there uh, she's not well the uh, the uh i think the uh her, her turning him down kind of left them a little bit uncertain about that's the right she progression of their relationship she come back and she she comes back she gives him another chance during the uh uh spencer Smythe um two-part story where he changed yeah. Jonah and spider-man together like 190 ish uh, yeah 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 and uh she had a date with him and of course he was chained to shackle to jonah the whole time and couldn't show That's up right. so she pretty well dumped him for good uh and uh she made was, a there was stern that brought her back in like 243 yeah, she, she yeah. made a couple of brief appearances i think yeah. issue 210 was her last one and uh then stern brought her back in like the 240s yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is kind of so. Uh, so Harry and Fly and Mary Jane wouldn't have been wasn't graduating either because after Harry blew up their apartment in uh, issue number one thirty six, she was uh, out of commission for a while and couldn't go back to school. 
So anyway, so here we are. Well, Betty Brandt is there, of course. You know Betty Brandt being the horrible person that she is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and just like like it's kind of funny. We we, we I, I remember we had this conversation about Betty last year because we talked about part one and and just how you yeah. know Betty did everything possible to get Peter to you know to 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 get intimate with her, and then after he finally agreed to do it, then she went and told Ned. <laughs> so chain uh, man and chain. Yeah. So Kirk would have said Harry was doing some LDS voyage home reference for the win. Ah, always yeah. nice to always nice to know that you young people out there understand your true and classic Star Trek. I watch Crawl Space oh. for the colorful metaphors, says Hornacek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we used to have a lot more colorful metaphors, but Brad has been. Uh, I, I, I put it on PG thirteen. He's been pushing that PG thirteen rating. So. <laughs> I'm like the MCU. I want it. I don't. I don't want to be Deadpool. I want to be Spider Man. <laughs> so. So anyway, so Peter gets in line for his cap and gown, but uh, they don't have anything that fits him because Parker's not listed. You know, it's like, so they just give him something off the rack, uh, which doesn't quite fit properly. And then he gets the, uh, the, uh, a graduation program with the seating assignments and he looks and his name is not even there. So he figures there must've just been what some happened? kind of mistake. Well, 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 you're getting a little bit too far ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to find yeah. the panel. Yeah. 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 My bad. Well, see, I'm just moving fast. Moving I know fast. you're you're fast. I'm moving fast. Well, I'm trying to cover up uh, how little I've done my homework. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Harry wants to know who has the Mary Jane. No, Harry was doing a little bit. Uh, well, I was going to say Harry was doing a little bit harder stuff than Mary Jane, but that just has all kinds of wrong <laughs> associated with it. So uh, we'll just kind of forget. Oh, there's that. the comment from Adam. There so, you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Harry was uh, Harry was a rich kid, so he was able to do. He was able to get the nasty stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey kids, so, want some goblin formula? <laughs> so, oh, we got a double dumbass on you, Jr. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a voyage home reference. Uh, yeah, I don't think Spidey says that. I think that's uh, that's all uh, James T- James T. Kirk's. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Marv Wolfman. Yeah. So flow. I agree. Marv Wolfman was always one of my favorites too. His I would run agree. Was, He's pretty good. His run was too short. And uh, actually mm-hmm. I got diverted. I believe he was the one who quit. Like I said, in a hissy fit when Jim shooter came in, because uh, at that time, I believe the editor, uh, you had like a lot of these guys were writer editors. Uh, and, uh, uh, there were a lot of problems with delays and things of that nature. And, and shooter yeah. came in, he thought it was too clubby. And so he said, you know, he was going to end the writer editors thing, you know, writers couldn't be editing, et cetera. And so a bunch of them just quit. And I think Wolfman went over to DC and, and had an epic run on teen Titans in, didn't he? Yep. He, uh, if, I, watch, if, I, yeah. if I, if I know, um, refresh me, didn't him. he, didn't he create Wolverine with, in Hulk? With uh, Herb I think Trumpy? that was Len Wein. I think oh, that was Len Wein. Okay, yeah, I Got think it. that was Len Wein in this issue. Uh, Hearing wants to know: Did they ever tell us what Peter and, and the college gang majored in? If not, Peter, what do you guys think they majored in? Peter's major changed <laughs> from time to time. Really? Uh, he once uh, he once referred to himself. I, I definitely remember once he said uh, that uh, he was an applied electronics major. Really? Uh, yes. He said, yeah, he said that in the. Uh, I believe it was in uh, uh, the story with Doctor Faustus. I uh, forget amazing. Some I forget what that was. But he said, hmm. "Well, if applied electronics isn't my major, uh, sometimes he said chemistry. Sometimes he says biology. Uh, his his major is very murky. 
Huh. Uh, but, but consistently it's probably something to do with, well, I don't know. I was going to say biology. The thing is it's science. Sci it's all science, science you know, yeah. science, you know, like in Marvel team up 26, when, uh, Peter knows all about earthquakes, you know, and things like <laughs> that, you know, because physics, you know, because it's all sciencing is the same. Um, but I bet uh, you, I bet flash would be physical education. Uh, cause he eventually became a gym teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, what would Mary Jane be? I mean, we, we, it looks like she crim, criminal psychology was what uh, you said in the nineties, but, the 90s, uh, but I don't, it was, I don't believe it was ever specified what Harry was doing and no. what uh, Mary Jane was doing. I mean, Harry was only there because his old man thought he should go to college. Yeah. And that is the only reason Harry was there. And Harry was, uh, <laughs> Harry was there probably to, uh, uh, in fact, that's why, Nor I mean, uh, th again, uh, this was my speculation, but that's yeah. one reason why Norman uh, uh, thought it was a good idea that Peter roomed with him, you know, because he knew that Harry needed somebody to keep an eye on him. Oh. And, of course, we find out that theater. Yeah, that's that, probably that, true. That, that would Jane be Mary Jane, Jane would have been theater, that would be right? Mary Jane, Actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I could see that. What would Harry Osborne major in? What's your guess? I'm trying to think. My guess is Harry never got out of, uh, my guess is Harry never got out of, uh, I, my guess is Harry never declared. <laughs> Logan uh, says, Logan says, uh, oh, chemistry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, Make funny. your own. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's I, I would say knowing Harry, I mean, just like I said, I doubt he was there, you know, he's there because his old man wanted him to go. Probably yeah. he had a full ride since Norman was a, an alumni himself. Harry had a full ride to ESU probably. And, oh, uh, business Norm finance, bad acid uh, trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, yeah, so let's anyway, go back to the book. James, so James, James, to the book. The speaker? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So anyway, so uh, Peter finds a seat because uh, you know the guy next to somebody or whatever didn't show up. So Peter finally finds a seat. The broadcast starts. Aunt May is watching it. Oh, this is the most you know uh, important, you know, happiest moment in my life. And then the commencement speaker comes. And yeah. it's the same commencement speaker uh, when Peter graduated high school. None other than none other than James Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, the 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 funny thing is the uh, Jonah gets heckled. He can't hear obviously, but Jonah gets heckled throughout the uh, throughout the speech. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he he throws out his prepared speech saying, "I'm not going to fall back on time worn cliches. No, you'll invent new ones." Uh, <laughs> and then, why I remember when I was your age, things are not so easy as they are today. Yeah, they just came out of caves. Uh, <laughs> there you so, go. So, and then That's Jonah says, I, "I leave you with three words: peace, victory, and." excelsior oh so, there you go and, nice and, and remember and remember the daily bugles having a special subscription officer so pure <laughs> jonah pure jonah that's cute um and uh th that's that's kind of what i miss about i don't think jonah is written so comically anymore um no, yeah but uh i think that was always uh it was always a uh kind of fun about Jonah, even though he had this thing hang up about Spider-Man, he was actually a pretty funny guy, uh, just kind of utterly lacking in self-awareness, you know? Uh, so anyway, so yeah. Peter's sitting there waiting for his name to get called and it never gets called. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that then, Parker luck. So then he goes to the Dean. And he says, why didn't you call my name? And he's like, Oh, we've been sending you, uh, we've been sending you cards and letters and everything. You're, you're, uh, you didn't take the required gym class. <laughs> so he was, uh, 
So anyway, so the specter of Spider-Man screwed up Peter's All life. All the lame brain courses to forget. Yeah. And uh, so then the final page is Peter, you know, looking out and talking about how his future is about to begin. So, and not progress from 1978 to 2020. <laughs> to 2020. So, but uh, yeah. no, it's um, no, actually uh, the, the, uh, the gym, the gym thing too, was people start writing in and saying, Jim's not a required college class. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Wolfman's response was, well, it was when I went to college. So I don't recall it being one when I went to school, uh, but uh, uh, I didn't in college. I didn't have to have a gym class. Yeah. So, so it was, um, I don't think so, and of course, I went in the I went in the early eighties, and I, don't I went in the nineties. So, do uh, we ever see him trying so to get that credit? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. So, why didn't Peter just go and get the gym credit? Uh, <laughs> apparently, he must have gotten it under the table somewhere, uh, because yeah. we actually never saw him. Uh, we actually never saw him like in the gym. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the the funny thing was, I, I believe in the uh, Hypno Hustler. Uh, story in spectacular yeah. uh peter is talking about the the credit that he has to take and he's uh, got books you know he's got books you know to study and uh so then someone writes hey since when do you have to study for gym uh <laughs> and as it turned out there'd been yeah. no communication between wolfman and i believe uh Mantlo, I think Mantlo was right in spectacular at the time. It was like, you know, and the response was, well, I knew he didn't graduate because he was missing a credit. Nobody told me it was Jim. So anyway, so anyway, issue number 185 classic, you you know, a classic important event in, in the, in the life of of one Peter Parker. Hornacek says all science majors in college are required to take a gym credit. They need it in life. Need to life. All those test tubes. So, uh, let's see here. Lift all those test tubes. Oh, lift. I see. All right. So we got another one coming up. We got spec 23. You got moon Knight again, Marvel's TV sensation side by side with moon Knight. cyclone strikes. Mm -hmm. All right. Take me through this one. Yeah, this was, uh, this was a pretty inconsequential story. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, (laughs) I didn't even read it. Uh, back in the day. (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, this is one of those, this is one of those, um, this is one of those uh, that I picked up when I was uh, filling in the gaps of my collection. Oh, so yeah. it was one of those that I just kind of had. And then I read it last year when we did part one. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I, uh, uh, but basically the, the Maggie is having some kind of convention, uh, and, uh, you know, and, uh, uh, they bring in Cyclone. Uh, of course, yeah. you remember Cyclone was uh, invented uh, in the issue. I think he first appeared in like Amazing One Forty Three yeah. or Four. One Forty Four. Yeah, I think I think that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this is a, a fairly inconsequential story, uh, and I'm saying that because I have absolutely no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as I look through it, I don't see anything of any particular importance happening either. The, well, the White Tiger. Good. Get, get, to, get to the Mary Jane part at least. Oh, okay. Well, Mary Jane's trying to call him. Uh, but but look, who, saying, look who's in the room with her. Yeah, I know some guy. Guy named Marty. Who's Marty? I don't know. Marty. Don't know. What's up, Marty? What are you, you know, doing? I don't know. And he, he certainly doesn't look, like Michael, doesn't look like Michael J. Fox. Uh, well, can't say I didn't try. Come on, let's disco with you all the way, MJ. Lord, what a square. Oh, good. She doesn't like him. Okay, good. 
<laughs> oh, and look at what Betty Brandt. She is upset about Peter Parker not picking up his phone. Oh, that's Ned. Never mind. She doesn't care. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, look at Betty. Poor Betty. Oh, I thought I could rekindle. Oh, what is that? What's what's the line? I thought I could could forget you rekindle the old love between Peter and me, but it's all wrong. <laughs> Betty's insane. Yeah. Betty was insane. So, yeah. uh, anyway, this is a fairly standard issue. Um, yeah. Spider-Man and Moon Knight team up. The, the Maggie has got some convention going on. Moon Knight's trying to figure out what's going on. The Maggie brings in the, uh, uh, the, the cyclone to, in, you know, to enforce something yeah. or other. I, I look, yeah, look at I, the hierarchy of the, uh, them taking the guys out. Yeah. And, uh, and this <laughs> kind of, cool. actually, th actually this kind of sets up for, um, the, uh, the mass marauder, uh, mm -hmm. because yeah. on the next to last page, uh, you know, we see a shadowy figure, uh, who's, uh, I can going to, it. uh, yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Here. So is this, uh, who is this again? That's the mask marauder. Mask marauder. Okay. So he's just peeking in the background. Oh, he goes back to the, the, oh, that's funny. Moon Knight looks very different in these early appearances than he does now. He, he, but, how, how, do, how does he look now? I haven't well, seen. Uh, well, he, I mean, let me, let me see a, a particular shot of him. The face just looks different. And here we go. There, there's a picture. Moon Knight just looks, oh, ah. He just looks a little different. <laughs> He's got Spider-Man eyes. Look at his eyes. The eyes are very similar. Mm -hmm. I blame Jim Mooney. So just an inconsequential as I don't think Peter Parker has taken off yet. The, the title in this yet. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember when it actually does become just the spectacular Spider-Man. And I don't think it becomes just oh, the no, spectacular Spider-Man until well in the one hundreds. No, I'm talking about the book was just, it, it didn't oh, have a direction. The no, the book didn't, uh, no, the book didn't take off until, um, really uh, it, it had, uh, uh, kind of struggled, um, uh, and, and, uh, I'm trying to think it, it started off with a number of different writers. I mean, I think Archie Goodwin wrote a few issues yeah. and, uh, you know, Mantlo wrote some, uh, but it finally, uh, started taking off when, uh, Stern or no, Matt, I believe it was Mantlo, right? I'm trying to think yeah. of who brought Peter to when Peter started grad school. Uh, it, would it be like in the forties with Roger in Stern? the thirties in the thirties, actually okay. Peter started grad school in the early third, right? Well, actually the carrion story is when things started to take yeah. off and that was Mantlo, uh, okay. which actually the carrion story is about three more, uh, just another two or three actually carrion, I think debuts in issue number 24. I gotcha. Um, but, and, uh, so they have that story, uh, the carrion yeah. story, and then Peter starts going to grad school. And right. then that's when we're introduced to the supporting characters there, like Deb Whitman and right. Dr. Sloan. And that's when Phil Chang comes in again. He's a, yep. uh, a TA, yep. uh, and then Marcy Kane, who turns out to be an alien from the planet Talax, Talaxia. Oh, uh, so if memory serves next, next issue and spec is, uh, hypno hustler, right? 
Uh, yeah, number twenty-four is okay. the Hypno Hustler. So look, look at the tease for it. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Night Fever. Spider-Man <laughs> Night Fever. That's right, and that was the that was the yeah. infamous Hypno Hustler episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man put the web balls in his ear to prevent the Hypno Hustlers, uh, yeah. uh, music from hypnotizing him. Hypnotizing. Uh, but uh, issue uh, Hornacek Carrion appeared, I believe, in issue number twenty-five. So okay. it would have been the issue after uh, there was this one. Uh, and then the next one was the, uh, the, the hypno hustle story. And then in number 25 is when Carrion, the Carrion story started. Yeah. Uh, Carrion was making a presentation to the Magia led by um, the bit mass, mass marauder. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they rejected him. They rejected his offer. And at that time, Carrion was supposed to be the desiccated corpse of uh, Norman Osborne. Norman Osborne. Yeah. We got uh, one more issue. And one more issue. Our friends over at spider fan, uh, have uh, a cover preview of this uh, Spider-Man teaming up with the not ready for primetime players. Uh, this is 78 SNL went on the year mm-hmm. I was born, which was 75. So they still have the original cast. It looks like. Yes, they did. Except for Chevy chase. So that would be Bill Murray. That's uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan That's Aykroyd. Jim Belushi. That's John. Garrett Morris. John Belushi. John, John Belushi. Garrett mm-hmm. Morris, Jane yeah. Curtin, mm-hmm. and oh, what's her name? Lorraine Newman. Lorraine Newman. And who's that? Gilda Radner as one of her characters. Oh, that, that looks like Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> These are not, if I yeah. were the actors, I would be pretty insulted, frankly. Oh, really? Uh, they are not particularly. It's funny because a lot of times uh, characters, I, I, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know how licensing works. Uh, yeah. but uh, for example, like when, when, when a, a common company will license, uh, a property, uh, people always write in and complain, why does so-and-so not look like, yeah. you know, Charlton Heston or uh, Dirk yeah. Benedict or whatever. And it's like, well, we licensed the characters, but we didn't license the actor's faces. So that's why they never really quite look like, uh, in fact, I think even when they were doing, Marvel was doing the Galactica comic, uh, they were warned by the studio that they were getting too close. Um, wow. So, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, these are <laughs> very poor representations of the uh, the not ready for primetime. Remember David Letterman being on a cover of Avengers, too. the Avengers, and yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Uh, that was during the uh, wacky uh, assistant editors month, which yep. uh, happened in the uh, early 1980s. Actually, yep. so, take me through this. We got a show. It starts in 12 minutes, so you can get through this one. Oh, we do. We have another show that's oh, that's right. That's right. We got November. Yeah. Oh man, see now, see we t- we spent too much time talking about our other crap because actually this was this for those of you uh who uh remember saturday night live uh it yeah. started like in like brad said night it's become a cultural institution yeah. but it's had its up and ups and downs it started in 1975 originally called just saturday night because yeah. the uh the actual saturday night live was a variety show on abc hosted by howard cosell Oh, so, wow. yeah, yeah. Look at you, man. So after that got canned, well, I remember that, uh, <laughs> Howard Cosell is the host of a variety show. Go figure uh, for you young people. Google Howard Cosell. Um, yeah. I think Brad knows who he is. Right? Brad, I, I, like he knows yes. Him. We are with the champ, the, uh, Muhammad Ali. Well, how are you doing champ? And he had a, most people probably, yeah, most people probably remember him more through Billy Crystal's impersonations now than, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. than actually remember. But anyway, so, you know, but, but Saturday Night Live, um, uh, just it became the next big thing. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, it was, it's hard to, to, to describe just how big it was. I mean, it was, uh, it was very irreverent, politically focused, yeah. uh, humor, 
uh, and it was because of because of its um, timing, you know, schedule at like uh, uh, eleven thirty o'clock Eastern time. Uh, of course, the network sensors weren't as hot and heavy on it as they were during yeah. you know family hour, uh, and a lot of these people eventually became uh, major stars. Uh, but uh, so, so Logan says Chris Claremont talks about the the behind the scenes. So Chris Claremont wrote this from X Men fame. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He talks about and, oh, I, JR I, needs I, his time back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. Uh, uh, actually, I would kind of be interested in, uh, in in what the behind the scenes was because in no nowhere in this story is there a <laughs> cocaine fueled uh, party no. uh, going on. I mean, it, it's uh, the early days of Saturday Night Live were uh, notorious yeah. for rampant drug use, uh, so, uh, among, so the, among other things. The guest host of Saturday Night Live. Is Stan Lee, it looks yeah. like. So anyway, anyway I, better, I better, yeah. better start telling the story real quick. Peter and Mary Jane yeah. get tickets to Saturday Night Live, of course, yeah. you know, which is, you know, like I said, the hottest thing. Uh, and uh, so, we, you know, so they go in the studio and uh, and uh, Mary Jane says, oh, there's Gilda Radner. On her, you know, hi, you know, and so yeah. Gilda walks into the, you know, where all the, the crew are hanging, all the cast is hanging out. And uh, John Belushi has uh, gotten a uh, ring from Japan. Uh, so basically he says, oh, I got this this ring for my fan mail and I put it on and I can't get it off, you know, <laughs> and uh, so. You know, and so of course the cast tries to get it off, and nobody can get it off. The show's about to start. Well, Peter's spider sense had gone off earlier. You know, this big burly guy had kind of just barged through, and Peter says, "Well, that guy's got bad news written all over him." Well, it turns out that he's the Silver Samurai. All right, oh, yeah, and he was expecting to get this ring. All right, okay, okay. and but it accidentally went to one of the actors, uh, but they don't know who. So, so then we go, you know, we go, we go to the two page spread that Brad was talking about yeah. and, uh, yes, Stan is the guest host there and is. Rick Jones is <laughs> the, the musical, musical act. Guest. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, which if, if any of you remember Saturday night live now, I Saturday, like I said, Saturday night live has always had to me, Saturday night live is a handful of yeah. moments of sheer brilliance, uh, in as most in a mostly very mediocre uh, <laughs> uh, uh, history, uh, you maybe, know. Maybe they thought they were booking Rick James, is what Adam says, not Rick Jones. <laughs> well, Rick Jones honestly would have been better than most of the mu- a lot of the musical guests that have appeared on. I, I just a lot of avant garde type yeah. characters appeared on uh, as the musical guest, um, and it's also had some very uh, famous. Uh, the uh, Sinead O'Connor ripping the picture oh, of the Pope. Rip up the Pope. Yeah. I, I watched that. <laughs> you know, I was watching. See, I watched Saturday. I didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of the original primetime cast. Uh, the, I mean the first primetime, not ready for yeah. primetime players uh, due to age and my father's uh, <laughs> lack of a sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't get, I didn't get a chance to see too many of them, uh, but they always struck me as uh where everybody thought they were funnier than they really were. But anyway, that's, that's, yeah. uh, and, uh, my era actually was a uh, college. When you were in college, you had to watch Saturday Night Live. That's what you did. You got together, you drank and you watched Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Was uh, that, so, that Eddie Murphy's era? Uh, what's, yeah. Well, no, actually it was uh, more the, uh, Billy Crystal. Era. Oh, so yeah. But which is funny again, after the, the, the original primetime cast left, uh, the next year, which is considered one of the utter disaster years of Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. uh, one of the cast members was a very young 
Robert Downey Jr. Oh, um, bring it all back. Yeah, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. And and you gotta you gotta figure that. And when you look at the cat, that was Eddie Murphy's first year. Uh, and when you look at some of the names like Anthony Michael Hall, um, um, Joe Piscopo, Eddie Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., uh, you gotta you wonder how how could the thing have been such oh. an utter utter dumpster fire? Real quick, uh, Binkman has a very good point. Those two old guys in yep, the balcony, Statler and Waldorf yep. from the Muppets. Yep. Oh, There's that's a, so Muppet, funny. A, a Muppet reference, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yes, Phil Car- Phil Hartman was comedy genius. Phil Hartman was one of the greats. That's Frank Sinatra. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so Peter, anyway, so the story is, uh, Peter, you know, sees a page get, you know, uh, manhandled and, uh, you know, uh, by, by a goon and says, I don't, uh, something's wrong here. So I got, I, Mary Jane, I got to go run off. Uh, and then there's another, what used to be, uh, go to the superhero in his spare time, uh, panel, uh, super- right after Peter ditches Mary Jane. Oh, so this one. Uh, no, the the prior page. I was just about to explain it. Oh, I see story. it. I see it. Yeah. There it is. Got it. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. They in the early years they used to pan the audience just before the commercial. Oh, break. that's cute. And no, well, that that's cute. But most of the the things they did, like they would pan the audience, they 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 light on somebody, and they would say something stupid, like you know, uh, worships yeah. frogs on Sunday, or oh. something like that. And the person there would be would uncomfortably laugh. Ha ha! Oh, that's really really funny. Uh, but it wasn't. Uh, so but anyway, so Peter changes the Spider-Man and drops one of his shoes and almost hits Stan Lee on the head. Uh, but fortunately, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he spares Stan from being conked on the head with one of his shoes. It turns out that the goons, that the Samurai's goons have taken over the control booth uh, of Saturday Night Live. And, uh, you know, Bill Murray is with uh, John Belushi and John is still trying to get the get the ring off of his finger. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, and again... <laughs> If that I, does not look like Bill Murray. That doesn't look like <laughs> Bill Murray in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Now, he's carrying Thor's hammer because they're going to be doing yeah. a Thor sketch ah, uh, gotcha. with Garrett Morris as Thor. Of course, yeah. they're, you know, he's Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, so anyway, so Bill happens to come up, you know, stumble and overhear the Silver Samurai talking about the ring. Uh, so Murray uh, whacks one of the goons with Thor's hammer and, and disguises himself. And uh, anyway, the Silver Samurai's goons start, you know, kidnapping some of the cast members like Jane Curtin and Gilda Radner and and checking to see if they have any any rings on their fa- if they have the ring on their finger. Oh and well, Spider Man comes to the rescue. Look at, look at Garrett Morris's Thor. I yeah. Just found it. Well, oh yeah, because what's 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 what, what the thing is the goons are afraid of running. They're trying to keep a low profile, yeah. you know, because well, the show is being filmed, of course, live. So they're right. trying to do all this without anybody, and they don't want to run it. They don't want to bring the attention of any of the superhero community upon them. So yeah. Murray overhears this, and so they decide to put Garris, Garrett Morris out in the Thor costume and scare the yeah. bad guys, you know, and and of course. Uh, uh, one of the uh, goons is particularly smart, uh, noticing that uh, that can't be the real Thor because this dude is black. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
the uh, anyway, the Silver Samurai finds uh, John Belushi, yeah. uh, and of course, Belushi's one of Belushi's characters was samurai, and the samurai would have various occupations. You know, samurai. What, wasn't it cheeseburger, cheeseburger? Wasn't that it? No, 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 no. That, was, uh, that, that was that was a different sketch. But samurai okay. was sa- cheeseburger. Cheeseburger was based on the Billy Goat Tavern in Chicago because they used to all uh-huh. they used to be all members of Second City TV, and that was based in or not TV Second City Comedy Club. And that was based in Chicago. And then they would go to Billy Goat's Tavern, which is run by uh, Greek immigrants. And uh, so that whole cheeseburger, cheeseburger, you know, Pepsi, no Coke was based on their experiences of going to lunch and dinner at the Billy so Goat Tavern. Look what happens to Mary so, Jane when Peter leaves. Yeah, she gets hit on. She gets yeah, hit she on gets by this on. guy. But, but Samurai was a character Belushi paid, played, and he had different occupations and different sketches, like, yeah. you know, Samurai Optometrist, Samurai, samurai Hitman, Samurai Pizza Man, or whatever. Right. Uh, so anyway, so Belushi's getting ready for a Samurai sketch. The Silver Samurai finds him and uh, starts engaging in a, in a sword fight with Belushi, who is, of yeah. course, losing. Uh, but then Spider-Man comes and uh, fights the Samurai. The Samurai gets the ring and then teleports away. Okay. Uh, then everybody in the cast comes and withstand and they come out and they take a bow. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, the, the last scene is a, a local watering hole where, uh, Mary, where Peter, uh, Peter says, and you, and you say the guy sitting next to you suggested what <laughs> Mary Jane says, let's just drop it. Okay. And then uh, again, like, utterly useless dialogue between Belushi and Garrett Morris about what are we going to do for the spinoff? You know, and, and there you go. There you go. You have uh, Spider-Man's infamous team up with the Saturday night live, not ready for primetime players, which if you're really trying to, you know, really play havoc with continuity and, you know, yeah. if you're really sm- really clever try to fit that into spider-man continuity no uh, yeah it's 40 years the, old man considering I mean, that the plus. issue was published over 40 years ago but yeah uh, it, it is what it is uh you know in fact it was kind of i mean I, like i said i, I always thought the uh, original prime even though they went on to do some of them went on to do uh, some you know uh, become <laughs> here we go famous. ken um, morrow is kindred <laughs> Hornacek says Ken Morrow has his own wiki page on Marvel. He, oh. he, he hit on Mary Jane once and he's got a wiki page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hornacek, I remember the Charles rocket thing. Charles rocket was a uh, comedian who, uh, yeah, yeah, who said, who said the F word on the air and he got fired. Wow. So, so, but that whole, he, he, was, he was part of that year where everybody got fired except Eddie Murphy, Joe Piscopo and Nora Dunn. Yeah. Wrapping it up, good month for spider history. Uh, it's a famous month for spider history. Uh, yeah. You know, Peter Parker. But uh, so definitely, if you're, uh, you know, if you're uh, collecting Spider-Man comics and you're just trying to collect the high points of Peter Parker's life and events, I mean, this is uh, obviously, I, you know, and to be honest, I, I, I don't know if you're into novelty items. Uh, the because the thing is the, the this issue with the uh, Saturday Night Live cast isn't reprinted anywhere. You can't get it in Essentials. Right. You, the only way you're going to be able to read it, uh, I don't even it. think it, I don't even think it's on uh, Marvel Unlimited, is it? It's not, no, um, because it's, it's it's licensing. They'd have to yeah. pay all the Saturday Night Live guys money have, to, to have a reprint reprinted. Yeah, yeah. which which always, which which always gets me is like why in the world didn't they secure reprint rights? But that's yeah. why in your essential comics, whenever Spider Man teams up with somebody outside of Marvel comics, like Rom. Doc Doc Savage, Red Sonia, uh, Transformers, Rom. The the whenever the whenever collected editions comes out, they're they're always missing. So it is what it is. Not every Spider-Man story has to be a deadly serious in continuity tale. Uh, but as we found out last week in issue number eight hundred fifty, it'd be nice if they were at least 
entertaining instead of the yeah. utter dumb garbage that they were. This is the rare case where the backup story is better than the main story in Amazing, which is yeah, the amazing. complete opposite of 850 that we just reviewed yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that's a wrap on that episode i hope you liked it uh one more time before we wrap it all up i want to remind you about uh patreon.com slash crawlspace log on there to get exclusive thank you content which uh, one of them is the spire satellites where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode that's a thank you to people that help support this podcast and our website each and every month through patreon there's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.